Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, March 13th, Saturday, March 14th, and Sunday, March 15th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart, up in Mississauga. Uh, and uh, usually, we love to have a lot of fun, a lot of giggles. We'll still have some giggles. I mean, um, levity will help get us through these crazy times along the way. And we're going to be with you. We're not going to go anywhere. We're going to keep doing the Hockey Betting Podcast uh, on the premise that, uh, you know, this is going to come back, and, and we hope sooner rather than later. But First things first, it's all about uh, taking care of yourself, your family, everybody be safe. And, Cammie, we, we cross our fingers in, in hope. Uh, this is one massive speed bump that we find a way to smooth the road out and get back on the beam. But in the short term, uh, not just hockey, everywhere, a massive punch to the gut. Uh, and the way our lives are normally lived have been changed significantly, uh, my friend. Well, Brian, I guess we can, uh, you know, freshen up on the KHL tonight. We got Barry's Nurse Sultan minus two thirteen versus Sabir Novus Burks plus one seventy five. Oh, Joker it! I know those guys. They're plus one fifty versus oh. SKA St. Petersburg. No, no, we got you, two games on the dock, no, that, buddy. No, that, that, no, that St. Petersburg power play has been <laughs> white hot. Ah, <laughs> uh, God bless you, kid. That's I'm, you know. I mean, listen. I mean, let's let's all be. Uh, hope for the best, hope for each other. But I'll tell you one thing, you got to keep laughing and smiling. I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah, you do. And, uh, you know, you, the, the problem with these type of things is you get to realize what, what nice people are and what pricks are. Like that uh, person, you know, at the store uh, with no limits, taking 100 rolls of toilet paper and not leaving anybody forever else, like a prick move. Like, you know, help out a senior citizen. Like they're the ones who really need the help the most. Uh, I feel bad for old people to begin with, but old people and children, Brian, that's the problem Thanks, right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting older. I'm not totally older yet. Yeah. No, but, no, but honestly, like I, I see some young guy walk in there, like taking like every, you know, uh, all the Purell and the, and the toilet paper. It's like, Hey, jackass, like why don't you save some for, for other people? But uh, you know, I what love, are you going to do? There's bricks you know, everywhere. They- Take take the hockey, chirp them, chirp them in the grocery store. Take no, I, a, I honestly take that like, hockey background. I felt like grabbing his like coat, putting it over his face, and just dummying him right there. Put him in the turtle position. Return the toilet paper. <laughs> he, he pulled a Claude Lemieux at the Oh yeah, yeah cool. I'll do worse than Claude Lemieux. These turkeys. But anyway, Brian. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. We're not trying to make light of the situation, but. You know, like our livelihoods is what we do. So a lot of the shows are going to be canceled, losing money. That's one thing, and that's frustrating. But hopefully, uh, safety is more important. So hope, hopefully, we can get through this thing, and hopefully, it doesn't take months. That's the thing. Uh, oh, I mean, I, and, and you you nailed it, buddy. I mean, I, I've got I've had the you know the stiff upper lip and feel fortunate for you know I, I've had ups and downs, man. Um, you know, good times, bad times. And, yep. And you know what? Uh, though as goofy as this sounds, 
the bad times, you know, give you alligator skin and, and you, you just, you know, it is what it is. And it's a great point, Brian, they, it's a great they, point. Like they, you need, you need something bad. Like, like this is totally different and it's like at a global scale, but even in your life, you know, like getting laid off from a job, downsizing, I mean, stuff happened. like that. It rips, it rips your heart out earlier. You, you freak out, but then you reach a point and go, okay, well now I got to get out of bed and I got to deal with this situation. So you're no. right. We will uh, persevere through all this stuff for sure. You know, as for the hockey, which was, uh, you know, it, the funny thing is the Rudy Gobert is like, uh, you know, he was ground zero at this whole thing, and the shared uh, arenas, NHL, NBA, the NBA, the NHL had, you know, no recourse other than to, uh, you know, follow suit. And then we watch, uh, and honestly, I on a, on a completely uh, as an aside, like you and I also do a golf podcast. Uh, I, you know, just to slither this in. I, I was heartbroken uh, that, you know, NASCAR is going to run their races with no fans as of today. Yeah. The, I thought golf really had an, an opportunity and provided the players were on board with it. You've got 144 guys in a tournament. So make it 288 guys. Count the caddy. And wave to your playing partner. You want social distancing, and you're you know you're playing on four thousand acres of of land outside. I, I thought golf could have kept going, uh, and I, I, I I agree with you. But the, the bottom line is this, Brian, and we know today's world. They bowed into pressure, of course. And, and we and I was watching the broadcast, and I I knew things were bad. It was very simple. Like I'm watching the whole broadcast, and when I hear Brandel Chambly, a guy who is basically you know they tell him to jump at Golf Channel. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll listen. Like this guy's been working there a while and he questioned why they were working. And then him and Duvall have a little bit of a back and forth on the desk. And I'm thinking we're done. Like, uh, I thought we could get through this with the golf. And I agree with you just the way the sport is played, but you still, you know, I guess you would have no marshals. A lot of the marshals are senior citizens as uh, Rory uh, McElroy mentioned. And it's very tough for the European tour, tour players. Look at Bernd Wiesberger. They had an interview with him. He's from Austria. They have a band. They have a flight ban to the United States. What's he going to do? His family's there. He can no, fly, to, fly to the UK, go here. Basically, when the LPGA guys said, we're shutting it down, the, the PGA just said, okay. I think they really wanted to play, and, uh, but it was pressure. And another thing is, hockey was one of the last ones to bow down oh. to. Like, you, you, don't think they're, you don't think they're a gate-driven league? Like, they need to play. They need to play, right? Well, you, and I know, you and I know. By, by the way, the last thing in, 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 on the golf thing, and the, the other thing I was so excited about with no fans, that the golf course would actually play the way the golf course was supposed exactly. to play. Exactly. I was really looking. It won't hit any fans. Like, yeah, it's not right. there to hit. Hey, Jimbo, it hits him off his gut and bounces right into the fairway. Hey. snap hook on 16, and the guy's over on number 13. You know, <laughs> but you're, you're so right about hockey because let's just cut to the business side of hockey. You and I have been around this sport for many, many, many years. And the, the, the bottom line with hockey, they don't have the massive TV contracts that the other main leagues have. Correct. That for 90% of the league, missing the playoffs is devastating. Not just for your fan base that, oh, you're not in the playoffs. But the only teams that make money in hockey are teams that win a round in the playoffs and make it to the second round. Because the home playoff added gravy, the, the home playoff gate, uh, for a couple of rounds actually makes a hockey team profitable for the year. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right, Brian. Like some some franchises, you know, you look like Vegas doing very, very well, Toronto. Like there, there's teams that, you know, you could sell out the buildings and stuff like that, but you're absolutely right. Like compared to other sports, the TV deals minuscule, gate-driven league, and you could tell, like they really wanted to play. I think the player, like, and, and but hey, this is what it comes down to now. You can't have one league playing and other ones not, hence the uh, PGA Tour. And uh, I'm actually surprised. Uh, I guess NASCAR makes sense because you're in a car and you just drive around and around and around, right? So a- anyway, but isn't there still a pit crew and all this other stuff? I don't know how this thing works, Brian. I'm I'm not a doctor. We're cappers. Well, the pit crew guys look like they're wearing hazmat suits. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. No, we can do, Brian, and that's the thing. We talked to producer Mike, and he's an upbeat guy, but here's the thing. We can look at futures moving forward, you know, teams, uh, you know, take a look at some prices. We could do some gambling you segments, you know. What's this type of bet, that type of bet? There's a lot of things that uh, we can do for the new gambler. Tell them about parlays and juice and all the other terms we use, VIG, you know, slang terms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah well, you know, it's it, it's not over yet here, but uh, no. it's, just well, a, it's just a big blow, that's all. Uh, okay, but it, just in terms of what lies ahead, none of us know. Correct. Uh, first things first, uh, as you see, the, the, the COVID-19 thing, if the numbers, they're going to peak or they're going to go up, and we hope they peak quickly and then start to trend down then there's light at the end of the tunnel. So that's the bottom line. I mean, that's the, that's where we stand. From the sports perspective, uh, the impacts, uh, you know, if they were to come back, how they, they've got all these plans in place. They're doing conference calls. Uh, can you see if your arena has dates as late as into August? The thing is, how long does this take? Does it bleed into next year? I think the most realistic thing, and, and this is sad and scary, the most realistic thing is let's hope this is the best case, but I would say, boy, the bare minimum is let's pray that everything's back up and running in the fall uh, as life goes on normally. Uh, let, let's, you know, that's, let's pray for that. If we get lucky and things are going well, could they come back? Is the regular season? The funny thing is we do another podcast with our buddy Bruce Marshall the NBA would be very e- easy or easier than the NHL because, for the most part, in both conferences in the NBA, it's highly unlikely that the nine seed in either conference, they're like three and a half, four games back with a dozen, 15 games to go. We know the 16 participants, for the most part, in basketball. Easy fix. Let's come back. We can play the playoffs. Hockey, you have six teams in each conference vying to get in at the bottom and the eight seed, the biggest difference is the eight seed in hockey can win the cup and the eight seed in the NBA can't win around. So you know what they'll end up doing here, you know, if do they even, if they were to come back, do you bloom it out that even more teams are in the playoffs and it's a tournament when they come back, all these things are on the table. Yeah, no, it's going to be very, very interesting, Brian. Uh, I know my buddy, he came up uh, He came up with a concept for the playoff concept. It's kind of complicated, but that's the thing. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Does it get exponentially worse? Do, do things get better? But I got to believe, you know, we're going to stay optimistic that we can, uh, you know, get these seasons done. But, uh, yeah, craziest stuff, man. Like, we, we've seen natural disasters before uh, in baseball. You know, the, the San Francisco series, the earthquakes, 9-11 and stuff, but nothing to a level of, like, every single league like this. So this is unprecedented territory, buddy. 
There's no doubt. And then the other thing that's a very big deal, and boy, you talk about, I mean, a real Armageddon scenario for the sport itself. All the goodwill, uh, all the things they were talking about, okay, with labor peace, avoid a lockout, all right, players want the Olympics back, salary cap was going to be 84 to 88 million, so that's on the rise. All of a sudden, Cam, based on what happens here and the massive revenue loss that's going to happen, players were hoping their escrow was going to go down. The reality is now escrow is probably going to have to go up, if not stay the same. The salary cap that was going to go up uh, likely comes down or, you know, stays the same. And you hope they can all find, you know, middle ground and a level of flexibility on both sides. I mean, big picture that this thing gets up and running and, and not, not the impact of this year, but years to come that what seemed to be trending towards labor peace now, because you throw all this massive revenue loss in for both sides, that this doesn't send that off the train tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, it's you know what the problem is, Brian, with something like this, there's just so many things you think about. You brought up a great point. Salary cap, lost revenue, workers inside arenas, fans. It's, like, the thing is, yeah, it, it is such a, the trickle down effect is so huge. Like it, it's very, very worrisome, but uh, you know, we got to pray for the best buddy. Like that. Let, let's hope that, uh, you know, the, the doctors are on top of this stuff. They could figure it out. I tell you something they were talking about in Korea, they had basically like uh, drive through restaurants where people, you go, you go in there, boom, you get the swab, you get it done. Uh, Marenzi was telling me in New York city, it costs like close to $4,000 us just for a test. So no one's getting tested. Like, so think about, think about that scenario, right? Who's going to drop four grand to go, Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I might be sick. I, uh, I could be sick, but um, yeah. So, you know, there's a long, long way to go. And man, I'm praying that it, uh, that it's going to be all right. Uh, from the betting perspective, Cam, obviously uh, in, in the books are, you know, they're ghost towns, but uh, you know, if, how this all pans out, you got regular season points. You've got uh, indexes, odds to win divisions, the cup, uh, the conference, you know, the, those kind of things. If they were to come back, the, the playoff version of it would remain alive. But the thing is, if they were to come back, would they, if you're saying most teams have about a dozen games left, would they be able to find a way, you know, to even complete the regular season? Um, if they can't, one of the other options that, and they are discussing this is, is and I don't know how deep you go is how big a tournament you make it where you know even some that are close I, I don't know what you do you know you have, you have play in games or whatever but it it could broaden the scope of the thing but first things first to, you know just get them back on the ice yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't know what they're what they're gonna do and how how the how the season's gonna be stretched out like what are we gonna do here is that do we start finish this one in fall, Brian, like, buddy, I, I gotta tell you, like, there's so many thoughts going through my head right now. I have no idea, but it's, it, it's a shame too. like, think about the teams on the cusp of the playoffs, right? It's like, like even in college basketball, like, Hey, Yale, you win the tournament, Florida state, you get your, you get your prize. What about those teams that are peaking at, like, like at that time and, and could have made it. We're never going to know these things, right? That's, that's kind of the problem. You know, XFL, look, the Houston uh, teams five and oh, do, do they do sports books award them as the winning team? I, I would assume so after the season's over, right? So there's a lot of questions the way, you know, future bets, all this stuff is going to be handled too. 
Right. I want to thank our friends at BetChrisCanada.net. It is the Hockey Betting Podcast. Uh, you talked about the uh, impact on many. Um, Elliot Friedman's reporting the New Jersey owners, Josh Harris and David Blitzer, uh, they're going to pay uh, the hourly event staffs for the upcoming postponed Devils games and Prudential Center events. So that, that's good news. I mean, you know, yeah. things like that. No, Mark Cuban did that in the NBA. Uh, you would like to think that would be a uniform thing that all these teams will do it, but the trickle down effect of this thing is just ridiculous. Yeah, it is, buddy. And you know, and right now the these numbers that they're putting out, like, uh, oh, you know, um, they could be back in like thirty days in the NBA. I got to believe, like, and, and that's just you know, Brian. We've been in this business a long time. We've seen that before. That is like not even cl- like best, 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 best case scenario, like. I, 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 I think that's a, a pipe dream, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, hopefully things can get done. I don't know what we're going to do, buddy. we got to find some other stuff. The good news for you is you're a jack-of-all-trades and, a, you know, <laughs> like you're a horse guy. Horse. Hey, you talked about it. Animals are still running. you got four legs. Uh, we're going to be betting on you. Well, the animals, that's what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean yeah, the animals, they're bred to do that. Yeah, but but, but the, the crazy thing, I mean, from a betting perspective, if – Horse racing keeps going, and you're doing it with no fans. The impact on that, well, it's paramutual wagering, so the on-track handle is going to be way down, so the pools will be weird. Um, NASCAR, apparently, at least as of today, unless you know, they face a ridiculous back, a PR backlash, which in this era is certainly possible. Yep. Let's, see if it, let's see if NASCAR actually, I don't think it's a big thing, to be honest with you, if NASCAR is able to stage that race Sunday, if they don't, if they don't cave in and run the race with no fans there, uh, maybe you know, maybe other sports will say, okay, look, let's let's try to get back at it with no fans. Uh, so I, maybe this NASCAR race on Sunday is a big deal if they can actually get through it. That's a really good point, but. The thing is, Brian, I understand that, but the thing is the effects you're never going to know, right? That's why they've taken this approach. Sure, it looks good. Say they get through the race, everything looks good, but you don't know. You might not know till days or weeks or whatever afterwards. That's uh, the problem. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, now the word's coming out. NASCAR's going to postpone the race. Really? As we speak? Uh, yeah, in the, in the last bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Masters. Who do you, who do you got at yeah. Gulfstream, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> send, send me your horse picks, buddy. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the hockey betting pie. Twenty-four hour horses. <laughs> Down, boy. Oh yeah, we're ready to run. Let's, yeah. run. Let's go. Yeah, but the odds are there'll be a three-year-old son of Into Mischief who says, "I'm not running." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. I was, uh, you know, when we were talking to, I, I was talking to Mike. I'm like, hey, at least we got golf. I go, you know, talking, and then, then golf got canceled. You're like, at least we got NASCAR. It's like, oh, Brian. The golf one, I swear. I mean, I, I, there, yeah, the European guys would be hard for European guys. Maybe I get it. I just, if, if, if they can't stage a golf event, Cam, outdoors with no one there, forget it. All sports is done. No, I know. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, exactly. That is, that is, that is the, the stick. That is the, you're absolutely correct. I, <laughs> man, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, 
Brian, I don't even know what to tell you anymore. It's just like this this is going to be a cr- the, the crazy time. Like I can't even remember a couple like days ago, people were like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Look how fast things escalated. That's the shocking thing. Like even in Italy, they thought they had it under control. And then yesterday when they have the country in lockdown, it was one of their worst days. That's the problem. It's unpredictable and uh, that's not good news for us. Well, I mean, color me heartbroken. I mean, the, the, the reality of it all kicked in when they said the Masters is done. Oh, I know. It's my favorite event of, of all time. Yeah. I, yeah. When the Masters is done, um, you're right. Everything about it, like the anticipation for just being there, you know how I was very lucky to actually go there, walk the grounds. You're right, buddy. Like Stanley Cup playoffs and and the Masters, like I live for that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's uh, not going to be the same, buddy. Better take up a hobby. I guess I'm going to go, I don't know. I can't even go bowling. Like people touch the balls. Like I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> the dart league, I don't know. I, I, what do you do? That's the thing. I, I don't know. Well, you're living without betting. I can tell you that I've been doing it every day for my, like for the last, what, like 30 years. It's kind of like, I don't well, know. I, 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 that's such a great point is, uh, in, in fact, um, um, the, my lovely bride, her name's Marie, but for Cam calls her Rhonda. Yeah. Rhonda Rickshaw. Well, Rhonda Rickshaw. That's when that was the genesis of it. Yeah. That's hilarious. But she came in yesterday and, and our granddaughter was, they were coming home in, uh, Marie says to me, she's, she told our granddaughter, I don't know how pop is going to be. And, and like my granddaughter's like, what's wrong? And she, she's there's no sports. <laughs> what, what, is, what is Papa going to do? <laughs> He's welded into the recliner watching sports. Exactly. <laughs> no, you said it, man. It's, uh, it's scary times right now. It's sad times, Brian. But hopefully, uh, you know, by some kind of miracle, we get this thing under control and uh, life will be uh, normalized again, buddy. All right. So from the hockey perspective, Cam, you know, all things are on hold. But we will continue on. We're going to keep doing this. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think what we'll do is in the in the short term here, we'll kind of recap uh, and reevaluate team seasons. I think we can go through it by division in in the in next week uh, in the prospects of if and when they return. Um, but then I think you know if we if need be, we, we got some great old time hockey stories, Cami. I we, you know we're gonna have some fun with this uh, for the hockey fans. We're gonna we're gonna stick it out. Let's get through this tough weekend, uh, and, and hopefully with each day, you know, we see that news starts to get better. Um, today's, today's the darkest day, and we're hoping that we see light at the end of the tunnel and, and, and the prospects of it's going to return. But as of today, couldn't tell you. Yeah, you said it, buddy. All we can do is keep our fingers crossed. You're right. We got great stories. Like I, I could tell you some stories about you know my journey to the cup and players that we've met, talked to, things that we did. Yeah, I guess we're going to do kind of like the old Don Cherry grapevine, right, Brian? Just pull up the old seat, have a couple cold ones, and uh, out come the bag of stories, pal. You know, Cammy, one of the other things we can do, uh, as I said, we'll, we'll break down the teams, uh, recap their seasons, how they've been. Uh, the other thing, moving forward, you know, you, you got the combine. Does the combine go on? Yep. The NHL draft? What, what do they do with the – could the NHL draft – actually be staged before the cup is handed out yes <laughs> it can be don't you think it's gonna be i i, 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 I that may end up being be. right 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy, Brian. Don't, don't worry, buddy. You know, we're going we're gonna to be okay. We're going to have story time with Brian. I got a couple bad stories too. So, you know, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you entertained and we'll do our best through this. And hopefully, uh, you know, by some miracle, we still have a season. Yeah. Oh, I got a couple Clint Malarchic beauties. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of the funniest people. I mean, unbelievable. Hockey, hockey players are the best. Yeah, it was one of my, one of the worst days ever. Uh, our, a good buddy of mine, uh, you know him. We'll leave him, we'll leave him nameless. Uh, was a cameraman between the benches uh, for the Sabres. Now, and now you got all the, you know, the analysts are down there. Uh but I used to get a call after every game when I moved out here. Oh, you won't believe this. Romy and uh, Domi and Ray said this to each other or the stuff that where they're chirping each other. Between oh, yeah. And I, I, I get 30 <laughs> a night. Oh, that's hysterical. Who's, you know, who the funny guys are and the stuff they would say. Uh, I th- that would be the best. There in, in the interlude, that would be great if they had uh, the mic'd up thing. Oh, yeah, for fun. <laughs> like for guys that used to hate each other when they played and stuff like that. And you said it, though, Brian, like, you go into a locker room, yeah, good game. You know, we tried our best. Like, hockey guys come across as the most boring guys, but when they're out of their shell, they're out of control. That's the thing. Like, you get the old canned answers, and then when the stories start flowing, things get real. Oh, I mean, it's one of the uh, funny things. Uh, when Stone got traded to Vegas last year, and boom, they, they put Stone on Pacioretty's line, and both of them, they made no bones about it. I hated this guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I hate this guy. He's, I mean, you know, they went to war. And then they said, yeah, it's kind of awkward. And, you know, all of a sudden they started scoring goals and they're out there hugging each other. And how quickly it, it changed that your teammates and now you're going to war with the guy. But literally, probably the guy that Stone hated more than anybody in hockey, he ended up on his line. Yeah, great point. I remember when I went to Boston, they used to sell these T-shirts, Brian, when I was doing it, it said uh, Montreal Canadiens dive team. It was like a piece of like Max Pacioretty falling off like a, a diving board and like <laughs> broken into like <laughs> It was the best shirt. Canadiens diving team with Pacioretty. Uh, it was great. Yeah, no. Well, you I, know, I, I, I tell you, the, the, <laughs> league, the league's actually, you know what? It, 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 it's funny you mentioned that. Um, one thing that has actually has worked, they've gotten diving out of hockey. It used to drive me nuts. There's a couple guys, but you're right. It's way better it's now. Gone. Like 100 it, it, times better. The, 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 let's see, buddy. I'm older than you. Yeah. But the greatest diver of all time, not even close, the greatest. The greatest diver of all time? Yeah. That's tough. I actually, I was going to say Claude Lemieux, but he's probably one of the biggest like snakes for for like <laughs> sucker punches and stuff like that. Who's the biggest diver? Barber with the Flyers. Oh, Bill Barber! Oh God, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, uh, God, yeah. he'd he'd feel the guy breathing oh, on just die. <laughs> and, and and all of a sudden, I mean, just he it's like it was like Michael Phelps coming out of the starting blocks. <laughs> yeah, and, and he'd get away with it all. He'd draw two a game. Uh, but then, then they went to the, uh, you know, they wanted to get diving out of the game. They called the hook and the dive. No, yeah. it's one or the other. I agree. You can't Thank have God, both. That's You're either God. embellishing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's one thing that's got better. Once we get this instigator stuff better so there's no cheap shot artists, then we'll be totally happy, Brian. That's something they still got to deal with. You can't take liberties with people's stars. You talked about Buffalo and Tampa Bay at the start of the year, those games in Finland. That was an absolute gong show. Tampa Bay might as well have been carrying uh, – 
you know, Uzis and knives the way they, <laughs> they were playing right now. Hey, and you know what? The, the funny thing is, and you, you just brought this, and I saw after you mentioned it in our last podcast, I actually saw a couple articles online about this. I mean, the word's out, but Tampa Bay has gone out of their way. I think they had such a stone on their shoe about having a historic season last year and getting whipsawed in four games by the Blue Jackets that they've embraced that role of coming in and being nasty and dirty. Yeah, they're the I mean, bad guys. They're, they're, they're the wrestlers with the foreign objects right now, you know, razor blade to the top <laughs> of the head. Well, oh, here comes Abdullah the Butcher. I'm going to stick a microphone in your eye. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Like these guys, I tell you, and I said it the last show, you talked about it with the Sabres. I saw it at the Leafs game. The Tampa Bay Lightning are sneaky, 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 dirty. They're a dirty, dirty team. They're a good team, but, man, they're sneaky, dirty. All right, buddy. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, Kucherov's the Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. That's another <laughs> thing. Don't let Kucherov fool you with his points. That guy's a slew footer. He'll, he'll trip you. Oh, yeah, he's, he, he's got a lot of evil tricks up his sleeve. All right, we're going to have some fun still with this. We're going to keep rocking and rolling. Uh, hopefully, with better news uh, lies ahead for us next week, and we see where we actually stand in terms of the prospects of getting the season back up and running. Buddy, always a fun uh, chat with you. And uh, one of the best things to get us through all this nonsense is going to be a couple of chuckles, and uh, we'll be here to do that, hopefully. Exactly. I can't wait for story time with Brian Blessing. It's going to be a classic. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.